This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello, pet lovers, pet parents, and pets. I've been told a lot of pets like to listen to me. This is all about keeping you clean with an amazing product. We'll be right back right after this message. I love cleaning the litter box, said no one ever. Luckily, there's World's Best Cat Litter, the litter that promises less mess with less litter. Only World's Best Cat Litter uses the concentrated power of corn to quickly trap odors in tight clumps. And quick clumping means you never have to chisel or scrape the box. Less cleanup with less wasted litter? That's a litter bit amazing. Save $2 on World's Best Cat Litter. Visit www.saveonworldsbest.com. Ooh, get the stinky dog away from me. Bad breath and bad gas. Petey stopped eating. All his hair fell out. Itching, licking, missing fur. At least $5,000 in vet bill. Creams, antibiotics, sprays. No results. Everything we tried failed except the Dynavite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. If you want the dog to be healthy, you got to feed it something healthy. The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa. The digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food. Dynavite is nutrition. The shedding is stopped and the itching is stopped. Her coat is not soft, it's silky, it's healthy and shiny and glossy. She's got life, she's got energy. Tons of energy, no more bad smell. Dynavite's the bomb. <gasps> Dynavite is the best thing that's ever happened to my dogs, you know, besides me, of course. <laughs> 859-428-1000. Dynavite for life. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. I'd like to introduce Gina Dial. She's the Vice President of Sales and Marketing for John Paul Pet. Welcome, Gina. Thanks, Michelle. So most people, when they hear John Paul, they hear the word pet and think, hmm, I didn't know they did hair products for pets or products for pets because most people think of John Paul for hair products. Well, it's John Paul DeJoria, who is the co-founder of Paul Mitchell, which is the human hair product line, has always been an animal lover. And he and John Capra, who is the other co-founder, along with John Paul DeJoria on John Paul Pet, both decided to come out with a really high-quality pet grooming and shampoo line. So it's a line of shampoos, conditioners, sprays, and wipes. Paul Mitchell products are phenomenal. So does this carry over to John Paul Pet products? And Yes, and absolutely. What are the changes for the pets? Like how are they different for pets? One of our taglines is tested on humans but pH balanced for pets. So we use the same very high quality products, botanicals, that are used in the Paul Mitchell for humans hair products, but they are pH balanced for pets which means that they are milder than human products, which is why you should always use a pet product as opposed to a human product on your pet. Let's get back to that a little bit. I've heard a couple of different, you know, schools of thought on that. 
And for the most part, I mean, I've, I've heard of some people say, well, I take my baby shampoo and I dilute it, but it doesn't have the same, you know, and it has certain essential oils. It really does amazing things to your pet's coat. And it also, with some of the essential oils, can deter, I've heard, can deter, you know, fleas and doggy dandruff and all that sort of thing. What is your point of view on that? Absolutely. In fact, all of the John Paul Pet products are botanically based, and we have a new tagline for 2017, which is Beneficial Botanicals by John Paul Pet. And that's what we're calling our line. We're not changing it. We're just bringing forward those botanicals that are used because we know that women are the primary purchaser of pet shampoos, and they understand, women understand, because we shop and we learn about these botanicals based on our choices in shampoo for ourselves. And so the basic beneficial botanicals for pets all involves our regular products. I mean, there's oatmeal shampoo, there's tea tree shampoo, there's lavender mint shampoo. All of these are in a base of chamomile and sweet almond oil and aloe. So those three items and those three ingredients are in every single one of our shampoos, and then we add the additional botanicals for a specific effectiveness. And you're absolutely right. Our new shampoo and conditioning spray, Lavender Mint, came directly. The name Lavender Mint comes directly from the Paw Mitchell line, so there has been for a very long time a Lavender Mint product for humans. Now there's a Lavender Mint product for pets, and it's a little bit ironic that lavender itself is actually more beneficial to pets than it is for people because it is a natural flea repellent. If you remember, our grandmothers used to have little lavender sachets that they would put in the drawers to keep the moths away from their clothing. Lavender chases away insects, and so it is a wonderful flea repellent. And so hopefully we don't need that for humans, but For pets, it's absolutely essential, and it smells great. It does. Now, how does the mint affect my pet's coat when I wash it with the lavender mint shampoo? Mint is a vasodilator, which is a word we don't usually hear when we're talking about shampoos. Well, what it does is it opens up the blood vessels at the surface of the skin, not meaning that your dog is going to bleed. What it means is that it's a relaxer where if a pet is stressed, it helps to soothe and calm the pet. And a lot of these botanicals, they work when they touch the skin and coat, but they also work when you inhale the fragrance. For instance, lavender is effective as a soother because of the way it smells. And our lavender mint conditioning spray, we joke around a little bit at the office about it because when you spray it onto your pet's coat, it diffuses the lavender and the mint into the air around the pet as well. So not only is your pet getting the benefit of the lavender and the soothing, calming properties, but so are you. So it keeps you and your pet (laughs) calm. Well, that's all great information. I also want to touch on, and we're going to be, this is a little teaser for everyone. There's some great tips that John Paul Pet sent me. So I'm going to be sending those out periodically through my blog, Facebook, Twitter, and maybe Instagram. 
But we'll let you know a couple of those now because there's a couple of things that are I've read that are pretty interesting as far as how to bathe your pet. Now, I don't want you, Gina, don't give away all of it, but tell me two of the most interesting things that most people wouldn't know about. Even if they've had pets for years and bathed their pets for years, there's some couple of things that are just, wow, I never knew that kind of tips. Well, these tips were created for consumers to be able to bathe their pets safely at home. And I think that one of the the most surprising ones that people have come back to me with, they were very surprised at the, when you begin to wet your dog down and you begin to shampoo your dog, that you should start at the back of the dog and move towards the front because you don't want them to get nervous or excited because when you get water and you spray it on them around their face or the front of them, that creates anxiety. But if you start at the bottom in the back and you just slowly move forward with the water as you spray them and wet them down, they have time to get used to the feeling before it comes up around their head, their neck, and their ear area. And that is the one tip that a lot of people really never knew and never realized. And I thought, you know, it is an interesting, um, we worked with some groomers to come up with these tips to find out because we wanted to know what they have figured out through years and years and years of grooming. And that's one of the really, really interesting tips. And the other one is keeping water out of their ears and how to do that by just simply putting a cotton ball under their ear flap so that when you spray and you wash around the face area, you keep the water out of their ears. It's just very simple, but, you know, unless you really think about it, you know, you don't tend to to think, well, I have to do something physical to keep the water out of their ears. A cotton ball or even putting a little hoodie on them or a little hat or something like that, it keeps the water out of their ears, which prevents them from getting ear infections because when water pools in their ears, many, many times it results in ear infections. So you want to keep water out of their ears. Those are two great tips. And the one, yeah, the first one, that's what Mm -hmm. I was, I had never heard of that. And I guess a good way to remember is tushy to face, you know? (laughs) Well, you know, you know, it's interesting where that comes from too is, you know, we've, I've got horses and whenever you are rinsing a horse, you always run the water on the back legs first to get their body used to the temperature of the water before you spray their whole body. So you start on the back legs and you let the water run. And it makes such perfect sense. Like us, when we go swimming, don't we sit on the edge and put our legs in first and then get used to the temperature of the water before we jump all the way in? Yep, exactly. It's, mm-hmm. It makes sense. One thing I know, and I, I, I don't know where I read this or heard this, but you can have dogs, you never know when they're going to shake. Mm-hmm. Well, I read if you hold either, if you, I think if you either hold their face, but I know if you hold one of their paws, they cannot shake. And mm. if I think it's also if you hold their face or keep their face still, then they can't shake. I suspect that when you hold their paw, it keeps them off balance and that's why they wouldn't shake because they wouldn't have the four feet to, you know, anchor them to the ground because their whole body shakes. Right. Yeah. I've never heard that, but that's really, really a good tip. Yeah. And speaking of that, okay, I know I don't want to give away all the tips, but another one <laughs> that I thought was great was putting a towel. Now, I'm in a climate where you can pretty much bathe your dog, and if it's a larger dog, bathe your dog outside all year round. But a lot of people aren't, and a lot of people are just prefer to bathe their dogs in their tub. 
But mm-hmm. I like the idea of putting a mat or a towel down because dogs, it's more slippery to them than it is to people. You know, their paw mm-hmm. pads are smaller and the most scary thing for the dogs is that they slide around. So I thought that was a great tip too. I like that one too. And remember, you know, we only have two legs and two feet and they have four. So they scramble. They tend to to scramble when they're in the tub. And if they don't have a towel or a mat or something that keeps them from sliding around, they generally will slide or their back ends will slide under them and they fall down in the water, which, you know, can't feel good. So that is really a a really good tip. And uh, we just filmed all of these tips. And there will be little eight-second bites a video that will show each one of these tips and we will be sending them out through social media. Also, these tips are now on each one of our bottles. There are 12 tips and there's a tip now on each one of our bottles that will say tip number one and it helps at point of sale to get the education out to the consumers and they can go to baitingbasics.com. They can read all of the tips. They can take the short quiz. And then they can actually download a certificate of shampooology. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Now let's talk about your pet adoption program. Mm-hmm. You have it, John it's, Paul Pet Pals. And I see. Have you reached the million pet adoptions, or that's your goal? That's the goal. And you know, we we were trying to figure out how to do this for the longest time. And you know, just through some things that had happened with me and a pet that I had lost and trying to locate a new pet, we decided to do John Paul Pet Pals, which is 50 pages, but now we have uh, Canadian provinces as well. We ask that anybody go to John Paul Pet Pals dash your state, whatever state you're in. If you join the group and you, you upload pictures of lost, found, or adoptable pets, Each time somebody joins that group, we give a dollar to a charity, and this year our charity is is BarkAid. And the reason we did this is because this helps, number one, get the word out about a pet that's lost or a pet that's found, and even the rescues and shelters can upload their the pets that they have that are up for adoption on each of these pages by state. We do it by state because many rescues and shelters do not allow you. You might find a pet in Atlanta that you love and you live in California. Well, there are rules that go along with each shelter and rescue, and many times you cannot adopt a dog from that shelter or rescue if you live 50 miles outside of a radius around the shelter because they want to do things like home checks and check on the dog, etc. So we can at least limit it to by state. So if you're looking for a pet, you can go to John Paul Pet Pals, whatever your state is. If you find a pet or if you've got a pet that has that is available for adoption and you're a foster mom or dad, you can post their pictures up by state because at least you can get that close and you won't be disappointed if you find a pet that you'd like to adopt. That's great. I think it's wonderful to have rescues. We found Dennis that way, actually. He found us. He's a cat, but we... Mm-hmm. Just looked in the vicinity. Um, we had him chipped at the Humane Society. We had, you know, we had him scanned, and there was nothing. And he's the best Maine Coon mix cat ever. He thinks he's a dog. That's what we think. But <laughs> well, you know, a lot of the veterinarians say that the best dogs and the best cats are the ones that find you. Yep, and now we have a crew of five that have uh, pretty much all found us. So I know, uh, yeah, it's wonderful. It's, 
I never thought I'd have a crew of more cats than dogs, but that's what it is right now. (laughs) At least they're quieter, you know. They are quieter. Yes, they are quieter. (laughs) There's the litter boxes to deal with. They are are quieter. Speaking of that, you know, I know we're talking about dogs. Have Mm -hmm. John Paul pet products been tried on any cats? Can they be used on cats at all? Absolutely. The pH range for canine or dog is a very wide range on the pH scale. And within that range is the feline, which is cat, and equine pH. So products that are formulated for dogs, specifically canine for dogs, can also be used on cats and horses. And many times if you buy a product for a dog or for a horse, for instance, you'll see on the bottom can be used on dogs as well. And it's because they share the same range on the pH scale. Now, cats are a little different when it comes to shampooing because many, many cats do not take regular baths. They bathe themselves, they groom themselves, and they generally are afraid of water. So we have a John Paul Pet waterless foam shampoo, which can be used on cats, and then we have the wipes so that you can, you know, you can just wipe them. You can get dirt and dander off of their coat. They don't mind it. You don't have to dip them in water, which makes them very happy. So I think... Also for cats with botanicals, some of the botanicals raise a little bit of a red flag with cats, like tea tree. The amount of tea tree oil that we have in our products is very, very, very small, 0.001%. It does not and would not hurt cats. However, tea tree in large quantities can hurt cats, and so we just simply say don't use the tea tree. If you are going to bathe your cat and they do like to be shampooed, just don't use tea tree. Because we don't want anyone to have any ill effects, even though we've never had anyone come to us and say there's been an ill effect on a cat with tea tree. We just say just don't use and stay away from the tea tree product on cats. But all of the others are fine. That's interesting. I never knew that about tea tree. Tea tree is a powerful and a very beneficial botanical, and it is an antifungal, antibacterial. And it's used, especially for dogs, when they have hot spots. And the hot spots are when they will, if they get go outside and, and let's just say they nick their leg and it bothers them a little bit, they begin licking it. That's what they do. They lick it and they lick it. If it itches, it's a bite. They lick it, they lick it. They keep licking it, and it stays moist. And what happens when you've got something that stays moist is bacteria grows and fungus grows. And so tea tree is what is always used for hot spots because it is an antifungal, antibacterial, and will help that hot spot heal. So tea tree is very beneficial. It's a soother. It has a wonderful fragrance. It has a really fresh, clean fragrance. And it's not fragrance. It's the tea tree. And it's a very, very popular ingredient, and it's popular with um, pet shampoos as well. I wonder, Mr. Z has a very dry nose, and he's Mm -hmm. always had it, but since he's 12, it's worse. I Uh wonder if I could use tea tree on top of some of the, I have some soothing balm, and maybe he won't lick it off. I would say we have something that is a, it's called a tea tree conditioning spray, and I would get the spray and just put it on a little cotton ball and just put it on his nose, because it's a leave-in conditioning spray for skin and coat. But I would just take, and I would even wet that cotton ball and just spray a little bit of tea tree on there and put it on his nose and see what happens. Great idea. You can find our products at Pet Supplies Plus. They're also at Petco. There's a lot of different online retailers that have our products as well. 
So you'll also find them in an interesting place in the beauty industry because many salons that are Paul Mitchell salons actually carry our pet products too. So pretty much John Paul pet products can be found just about anywhere. Anywhere. And where can people go to find out more about John Paul pet products? Hey, their pet parents want to need to look good too. Is there a That's website? Right. Website? Oh, of course. It's John Paul Mitchell Systems, jpms.com. And for John Paul Pet, it's johnpaulpet.com, and you can find all of our products. And bathingbasics.com, you can go there. You can read about all of the tips for bathing your pet at home, and you can take the little quiz, and then you can download your certificate, and you will be a certified shampooologist. Okay, that's my next thing to do. And um, and also spreading all those tips. I just think it's great learning all of these interesting little things that you didn't realize. It's fabulous information, Gina. Thank you so much for coming on Best Buds for Pets. You're welcome, Michelle. I'd like to thank my guest, Gina Dial from John Paul Pets. Such great information about how to bathe your pets and how to take care of your fluffy furry friends i'd like to thank nikki and mr z for they were my testers they really liked the shampoo they were sniffing themselves and i could just tell that they liked it and the cats were sniffing them too and liked it so i might bathing the cat I wonder if molly would let me and thanks to my producer mark winner for making me sound great and thanks to everyone listening i appreciate it so much Keep listening. We have some amazing, really, really cool products coming up. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.